0: So we begin week 21 at day 141 and we continue finished song of songs we continue through first kings and second chronicles and we begin today reading first kings chapter 9 verse 16 to 23 sorry 15 to 23. this is the account of the forced labor that king solomon had imposed to build the lord's temple his own palace the supporting terraces wall of Jerusalem and Hazor Megiddo and Gezer Pharaoh king of Egy- Egypt 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 had attacked and captured Gezer he then burned it down killed the Canaanites who lived in the city and gave it as a dowry to his daughter Solomon's wife then Solomon rebuilt Gezer lower Beth haron Balath Tamar and the wilderness of Judah all the storage cities that belonged to Solomon the chariot cities the cavalry cities and whatever Solomon desired to build in Jerusalem, Lebanon, or anywhere else in the land of his dominion. As for all the peoples who remained, of the Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites, who were not Israelites, their descendants who remained in the land after them, those whom the Israelites were unable to annihilate, Solomon imposed forced labour on them. It is this way until today. But Solomon did not consign the Israelites to slavery. They were soldiers his servants his commanders his captains and commanders of his chariots and his cavalry these were the deputies who were over solomon's work 550 who ruled over the people doing the work then we read second chronicles 8 verse 4 to 10. he built tadmor in the wilderness along with all the storage cities that he built in hamath he built upper beth and lower beth fortified cities with walls gates and bars Balath, all the storage cities that belonged to Solomon, all the chariot cities, the cavalry cities and everything Solomon desired to build in Jerusalem, Lebanon or anywhere else in the land of his dominion. As for all the people who remained of the Hivites, Samurites, Perizzites, Hivites and Jebusites who were not from Israel, their descendants who remained in the land after them, those whom the Israelites had not completely destroyed, Solomon imposed forced labour on them. It is this way today. But Solomon did not consign the Israelites to be slaves for his work. They were soldiers, commanders of his captains and commanders of his chariots and his cavalry. These were King Solomon's deputies, 250 who ruled over the people. Then we read 1 Kings 9, 25-28. Three times a year Solomon offered burnt offerings and fellowship offerings. On the altar he had built for the Lord. And he burned incense with him in the Lord's presence. So he completed the temple. King Solomon put together a fleet of ships at Ezion-Geber, which is near Eloth, on the shore of the Red Sea in the land of Edom. With the fleet, Haram sent his servants, experienced seamen along with Solomon's servants. They went to Ophir and acquired gold there sixteen tons and delivered it to Solomon. And we read 2 Chronicles chapter 8, verse 12 to 16. At that time Solomon offered burnt offerings to the Lord in the Lord's altar he had made in front of the vestibule, following the daily requirement for offerings according to the commandment of Moses for sabbaths, new moons, and the three annual appointed festivals, the festival of unleavened bread, the festival of weeks, and the festival of booths. According to the ordinances of his father David, he appointed the divisions of the priests over their service, of the Levites over their responsibilities to offer prayers and to minister before the priests following the daily requirement, and of the gatekeepers by their divisions with respect to each gate, for this had been the command of David the man of God. They did not turn aside from the king's command regarding the priests and the Levites concerning any matter or concerning the treasuries. All of King Solomon's work was carried out from the day the foundation was laid for the Lord's temple until it was finished. So the Lord's temple was completed. And then we go on into verse 17 and 18. At that time Solomon went to Ezion-Geber and to Eloth on the seashore in the land of Edom. So through his servants Haram sent him ships with crews of experienced seamen. They went with Solomon's servants to Ophir, took from there seventeen tons of gold and delivered it to King Solomon. And then chapter 9 verse 21. For the king's ships kept going to Tarshish with Haram's servants, and once every three years the ships of Tarshish would arrive bearing gold, silver, ivory, apes and peacocks. And the seamen, first Kings chapter 10 verse 22. For the kings had ships of Tarshish, sea with haram's fleet and once every three years the ships of tarshish would arrive bearing gold silvery ivory apes and peacocks then we read first kings chapter 10 verse 1 to 13. the queen of sheba heard about solomon's fame connected with the name of the lord and came to test him with difficult questions she came into jerusalem with a very large retinue with camels bearing spices gold in great abundance and precious stones She came to Solomon and spoke to him about everything that was on her mind. So Solomon answered all her questions. Nothing was too difficult for the king to explain to her. When the queen of Sheba observed all of Solomon's wisdom, the palace he had built, the food at his table, his servants' residence, his attendants' service in their attire, his cupbearers and the burnt offerings he offered at the lord's temple, it took her breath away. She said to the king, "'The report I heard in my own country about your words and about your wisdom is true.' But I didn't believe the reports until I came and saw with my own eyes. Indeed, I was not even told half. Your wisdom and prosperity far exceed the report I heard. How happy are your men. How happy are these servants of yours who always stand in your presence hearing your wisdom. May the Lord your God be praised. He delighted in you and put you on the throne of Israel because of the Lord's eternal love for Israel. He has made you king to carry out justice and righteousness. Then she gave the king four and a half tons of gold, a great quantity of spices and precious stones. Never again did such a quantity of spices arrive as those the Queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon. In addition, Hiram's fleet that carried gold from Ophir brought from Ophir a large quantity of almagwood and precious stones. The king made the almagwood into steps for the Lord's temple and the king's palace and into harps and lyres for the singers. Never before had such Almagwood come, and the like was not been seen again, even to this very day. King Solomon gave the Queen of Sheba her every desire, whatever she asked besides what he had given her out of his royal bounty. Then she, along with her servants, returned to her own country. And we read the same in Second Chronicles chapter 9, verse 1-12. to 12. The Queen of Sheba heard of Solomon's fame, so she came to test Solomon with difficult questions at Jerusalem, with a very large retinue with camels bearing spices, gold in abundance, and precious stones. She came to Solomon and spoke with him about everything that was on her mind. So Solomon answered on all her questions. Nothing was too difficult for Solomon to explain to her. When the Queen of Sheba observed Solomon's wisdom, the palace he had built, the food at his table, his servants' residence, his attendants' service in their attire, his cupbearers in their attire, and the burnt offerings he offered at the Lord's temple it took her breath away. She said to the king, "'The report I heard in my own country about your words and about your wisdom is true, but I didn't believe their reports until I came and saw with my own eyes. Indeed, I was not even told half of your great wisdom. You far exceed the report I heard. How happy are your men! How happy are these servants of yours who always stand in your presence hearing your wisdom! May the Lord your God be praised! He delighted in you and put you on his throne as king for the Lord your God.' Because your God loved Israel enough to establish them forever, he has set you over them as king to carry out justice and righteousness. Then she gave the king four and a half tons of gold, a great quantity of spices and precious stones. There never were such spices as those the Queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon. In addition, Haram's servants and Solomons, servants who brought gold from Ophir, also brought algam wood and precious stones. The king made the algamwood into walkways for the Lord's temple and for the king's palace and into harps and lyres for the singers. Never before had anything like them be seen in the land of Judah. King Solomon gave the Queen of Sheba her every desire, whatever she asked, far more than she had brought the king. Then she, along with her servants, returned to her own country. And then we read First Kings chapter 10 verse 14 to 27. The weight of gold that came to Solomon annually was 25 tons, besides what came from merchants, traders, merchandise and all the Arabian kings and governors of the land. King Solomon made 200 large shields of hammered gold, 15 pounds of gold went into each shield. He made 300 small shields of hammered gold, about 4 pounds of gold went into each shield. The king put them in the house of the forest of Lebanon. The king also made a large ivory throne and overlaid it with fine gold. The throne had six steps. There was a rounded top at the back of the throne, armrests on either side of the seat, and two lions standing beside the armrests. Twelve lions were standing there on the six steps, one at each end. Nothing like it had ever been made in any other kingdom. All of King Solomon's drinking cups were gold, and all the utensils of the House of the Forest of Lebanon were pure gold. There was no silver since it was considered as nothing in King Solomon's time. King Solomon surpassed all the kings of the world in riches and in wisdom. The whole world wanted an audience with Solomon to hear the wisdom that God had put in his heart. Every man would bring his annual tribute, items of silver and gold, clothing, weapons, spices and horses and mules. The king made silver as common in Jerusalem as stones, and he made cedar as abundant as sycamore in the Judean foothills. Then we read 2 Chronicles chapter 1, verse 15. The king made silver and gold as common at Jerusalem as stones, and he made cedar as abundant as sycamore in the Judean foothills. And then Second Chronicles 9, verse 13-19 to 19 to finish today. The weight of gold that came to Solomon annually was 25 tons, besides what was brought by the merchants and traders. All the Arabian kings and governors of the land also brought gold and silver to Solomon. King Solomon made 200 large shields of hammered gold, Fifteen pounds of gold went into each shield. He made three hundred small shields of hammered gold. About eight pounds of gold went into each shield. The king put them in the house of the forest of Lebanon. The king also made a large ivory throne and overlaid it with pure gold. The throne had six steps. There was a footstool covered in gold for the throne. Armrests on either side of the seat and two lions standing beside the armrests. Twelve lions were standing there on the six steps, one at each end. Nothing like it had ever been made in any other kingdom. And there we end, day one hundred and forty-one. Day one hundred and forty-two, and we continue again through first Kings and Second Chronicles. We begin today at Second Chronicles Chapter one, verse fourteen to seventeen. Solomon accumulated one thousand four hundred chariots and twelve thousand horsemen, which he stationed in the chariot cities and with the king in Jerusalem. Solomon's horses came from Egypt and Kew. The king's traders would get them from Kew at the going price. A chariot could be imported from Egypt for 15 pounds of silver and a horse for about 4 pounds. In the same way they exported them to all the kings of the Hittites and to the kings of Aram through their agents. And then Second Chronicles 9 verse 20 to 27. All of King Solomon's drinking cups were gold and all the utensils of the house of forest of Lebanon were pure gold. There was no silver since it was considered as nothing in Solomon's time. King Solomon surpassed all the kings of the world in riches and wisdom. All of the kings of the world wanted an audience with Solomon to hear the wisdom God had put in his heart. Each of them would bring his own gift, items of silver and gold, clothing, weapons, spices and horses and mules, as an annual tribute. Solomon had four thousand stalls for horses and chariots and twelve thousand horsemen, he stationed them in the chariot cities and with the king in jerusalem he ruled over all the kings from the euphrates river to the land of the philistines and as far as the border of egypt the king made silver as common in jerusalem as stones and he made cedar as abundant as sycamore in the judean foothills they were bringing horses for solomon from egypt and from all the countries then we read first kings chapter four we read various verses from chapter four. First, we read verses 20 and 21 Judah and Israel were as numerous as the sand by the sea. They were eating, drinking and rejoicing. Solomon ruled over all the kingdoms from the Euphrates River to the land of the Philistines and as far as the border of Egypt. They offered tribute and served Solomon all the days of his life. And then from verse 24 to 26. For he had dominion over everything west of the Euphrates from Tishpash to Gaza and over all the kings west of the Euphrates. He had peace on all his surrounding borders. Throughout Solomon's reign, Judah and Israel lived in safety from Dan to Beersheba, each man under his own vine and his own fig tree. Solomon had 40,000 stalls of horses for his chariots and 12,000 horsemen. And then from chapter 4, verse 29 to 34. God gave Solomon wisdom, very great insight and understanding, as vast as the sand on the seashore. Solomon's wisdom was greater than the wisdom of all the people of the East, greater than all the wisdom of Egypt. He was wiser than anyone, wiser than Ethan the Ezraite, and Heman, Calcol, and Darda, sons of Mahol. His reputation extended to all the surrounding nations. Solomon composed 3,000 proverbs, and his songs numbered 1,005. He described trees from the cedar in Lebanon to the hyssop growing out of the wall. He also taught about animals, birds, reptiles and fish. People came from everywhere, sent by every king on earth who had heard of his wisdom, to listen to Solomon's wisdom. And then we read 1 Kings chapter 10, verse 26 to 29. Solomon accumulated 1,400 chariots and 12,000 horsemen and stationed them in the chariot cities and with the king in Egypt. Solomon's horses were imported from Egypt and Q the king's traders bought them from Kew at the going price. A chariot was imported from Egypt for 15 pounds of silver and a horse for about 4 pounds. In the same way, they exported them to all the kings of the Hittites and to the kings of Aram through their agents. Then we read Psalm chapter 88, verse 1 to 18. Lord God of my salvation, I cry out before you day and night. May my prayer reach your presence. Listen to my cry. For I have had enough troubles, and my life is near Sheol. I am counted among those going down to the pit. I am a man without strength, abandoned among the dead. I am like the slain lying in the grave, whom you no longer remember, and who are cut off from your care. You have put me in the lowest part of the pit, in the darkest places, in the depths. Your wrath weighs heavily on me. You have overwhelmed me with all your waves." You have distanced my friends from me. You have made me repulsive to them. I am shut in and cannot go out. My eyes are worn out from crying. Lord, I cry out to you all day long. I spread out my hands to you. Do you work wonders for the dead? Do departed spirits rise up to praise you? Will your faithful love be declared in the grave, your faithfulness in Abaddon? Will your wonders be known in the darkness or your righteousness in the land of oblivion? But I call to you for help, Lord. In the morning my prayer meets you. Lord, why do you reject me? Why do you hide your face from me? From my youth I have been afflicted and near death. I suffer your horrors. I am desperate. Your wrath sweeps over me. Your terrors destroy me. They surround me like water all day long. They close in on me from every side. You have distanced loved one and neighbor from me. Darkness is my only friend. And then Psalm 89 verse 1 to 52. I will sing about the Lord's faithful love forever with my mouth I will proclaim your faithfulness to all generations for I will declare faithful love is built up forever you establish your faithfulness in the heavens the Lord said I have made a covenant with my chosen one I have sworn an oath to David my servant I will establish your offspring forever and build up your throne for all generations Lord the heavens praise your wonders your faithfulness also in the assembly of the holy ones For who in the skies can compare with the Lord? Who among the heavenly beings is like the Lord? God is greatly feared in the council of the holy ones, more awe-inspiring than all who surround him. Lord God of hosts, who is strong like you, Lord? Your faithfulness surrounds you. You rule the raging sea when its waves surge. You still them. You crushed Rahab like one who is slain. You scattered your enemies with your powerful arm. The heavens are yours. The earth also is yours. The world and everything in it, you founded them. North and south you created them. Tabor and Hermon shout for joy at your name. You have a mighty arm. Your hand is powerful. Your right hand is lifted high. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Faithful love and truth go before you. Happy are the people who know the joyful shout. Lord, they walk in the light of your presence. They rejoice in your name all day long and they are exalted by your righteousness. For you are their magnificent strength. By your favour our horn is exalted. Surely our shield belongs to the Lord our King, to the Holy One of Israel. You once spoke in a vision to your loyal ones and said, I have granted help to a warrior. I have exalted one chosen from the people. I have found David my servant. I have anointed him with my sacred oil. My hand will always be with him and my arm will strengthen him. The enemy will not afflict him. No wicked man will oppress him. I will crush his foes before him and strike those who hate him. My faithfulness and love will be with him, and through my name his horn will be exalted. I will extend his power to the sea and his right hand to the rivers. He will call to me, You are my father, my God, the rock of my salvation. I will also make him my firstborn, greatest of the kings of the earth. I will always preserve my faithful love for him, and my covenant with him will endure. I will establish his line for ever, his throne as long as heaven lasts. If his sons forsake my instruction and do not live by my ordinances, if they dishonor my statutes and do not keep my commandments, then I will call their rebellion to account with the rod, their sin with blows. But I will not withdraw my faithful love from him or betray my faithfulness. I will not violate my covenant or change what my lips have said. Once and for all I have sworn an oath by my holiness, I will not lie to David his offspring will continue forever his throne like the sun before me like the moon established forever a faithful witness in the sky but you have spurned and rejected him you have become enraged with your anointed you have repudiated the covenant with your servant you have completely dishonored his crown you have broken down all his walls you have reduced his fortified cities to ruin all who pass by plunder him He has become a joke to his neighbors. You have lifted high the right hand of his foes. You have made all his enemies rejoice. You have also turned back his sharp sword and have not let him stand in battle. You have made his splendor cease and have overturned his throne. You have shortened the days of his youth. You have covered him with shame. How long, Lord, will you hide yourself forever? Will your anger keep burning like fire? Remember how short my life is. Have you created everyone for nothing? What man can live and never see death? Who can save himself from the power of Sheol? Lord, where are the former acts of your faithful love that you swore to David in your faithfulness? Remember, Lord, the ridicule against your servants. In my heart I carry abuse from all the peoples. How your enemies have ridiculed, Lord. How they have ridiculed every step of your anointed. May the Lord be praised for ever. Amen and Amen. Then we begin to read through Proverbs, beginning at chapter 1, verse 1. The Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, for gaining wisdom and in being instructed, for understanding insightful sayings, for receiving wise instruction in righteousness, justice and integrity, for teaching shrewdness to the inexperienced, knowledge and discretion to a young man. A wise man will listen and increase his learning, and a discerning man will obtain guidance For understanding a proverb or a parable, the words of the wise and their riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Listen, my son, to your father's instruction and don't reject your mother's teaching. For they will be a garland of grace on your head and a gold chain around your neck. My son, if sinners entice you, don't be persuaded. If they say, come with us, let's set an ambush and kill someone. Let's attack some innocent person just for fun. Let's swallow them alive like Sheol, still healthy as they go down to the pit. We'll find all kinds of valuable property and fill our houses with plunder. Throw in your lot with us and we'll all share our money. My son, don't travel that road with them or set foot on their path, because their feet run toward trouble and they hurry to commit murder. It is foolish to spread a net where any bird can see it, but they set an ambush to kill themselves. They attack their own lives such are the paths of all who pursue gain dishonestly it takes the lives of those who profit from it and there we end day 142 day 143 and we read from proverbs chapter 1 verse 20 through to chapter 6 verse 19 wisdom calls out in the street she raises her voice in the public squares she cries out above the commotion she speaks at the entrance of the city gates How long, foolish ones, will you love ignorance? How long will you mockers enjoy mocking and you fools hate knowledge? If you turn to my discipline, then I will pour out my spirit on you and teach you my words. Since I called out and you refused, extended my hand and no one paid attention, since you neglected all my counsel and did not accept my correction, I in turn will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when terror strikes you. When terror strikes you like a storm and your calamity comes like a whirlwind, When trouble and stress overcome you, then they will call me, but I won't answer. They will search for me, but won't find me. Because they hated knowledge, didn't choose to fear the Lord, were not interested in my counsel and rejected all my correction, they will eat the fruit of their way and will be glutted with their own schemes. For the waywardness of the inexperienced will kill them, and the complacency of fools will destroy them. But whoever listens to me will live securely and be free from the fear of danger. My son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, listening closely to wisdom and directing your heart to understanding, furthermore, if you call out to insight and lift your voice to understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it like hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and discover the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom, from his mouth come a knowledge and understanding. He stores up success for the upright. He is a shield for those who live with integrity, so that he may guard the paths of justice and protect the way of his loyal followers. Then you will understand righteousness, justice and integrity, every good path. For wisdom will enter your mind and knowledge will delight your heart. Discretion will watch over you and understanding will guard you, rescuing you from the way of evil, from those who say perverse things, from those who abandon the right paths to walk in ways of darkness from those who enjoy doing evil and celebrate perversity, whose paths are crooked and whose ways are devious. It will rescue you from a forbidden woman, from a stranger with her flattering talk, who abandons a companion of her youth and forgets the covenant of her God. For her house sinks down to death and her ways to the land of the departed spirits. None return who go to her, none reach the paths of life. So follow the way of good people and keep to the paths of the righteous, For the upright will inhabit the land, and those of integrity will remain in it. But the wicked will be cut off from the land, and the treacherous uprooted from it. My son, don't forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commands. For they will bring you many days, of full life and well-being. Never let loyalty and faithfulness leave you. Tie them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will find favour and high regard in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding. Think about him in all your ways and he will guide you on the right paths. Don't consider yourself to be wise. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. This will be healing for your body and strengthening for your bones. Honour the Lord with your possessions and with the first produce of your entire harvest. Then your barns will be completely filled and your vats will overflow with new wine Do not despise the Lord's instruction, my son, and do not loathe his discipline, for the Lord disciplines the one he loves, just as a father the son he delights in. Happy is a man who finds wisdom and who acquires understanding, for she is more profitable than silver and her revenue is better than gold. She is more precious than jewels, nothing you desire compares with her. Long life is in her right hand in her left riches and honour. Her ways are pleasant and all her paths peaceful." She is a tree of life to those who embrace her and those who hold on to her are happy. The Lord founded the earth by wisdom and established the heavens by understanding. By his knowledge the watery depths broke open and the clouds dripped with dew. Maintain your competence and discretion. My son, don't lose sight of them. They will be like life for you and adornment for your neck. Then you will go safely on your way. Your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. You will lie down and your sleep will be pleasant. Don't fear sudden danger or the ruin of the wicked when it comes, for the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from a snare. When it is in your power, don't withhold good from the one to whom it is due. Don't say to your neighbor, go away, come back later, I'll give it tomorrow when it is there with you. Don't plan any harm against your neighbor, for he trusts you and lives near you. Don't accuse anyone without cause when he has done you no harm. Don't envy a violent man or choose any of his ways, for the devious are detestable to the Lord, but he is a friend to the upright. The Lord's curse is on the household of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the righteous. He mocks those who mock, but gives grace to the humble. The wise will inherit honour, but he holds up fools to dishonour. Listen, my sons, to a father's discipline, and pay attention so that you may gain understanding, for I am giving you good instruction. Don't abandon my teaching. When I was a son with my father tender and precious to my mother he taught me and said your heart must hold on to my words keep my commands and live get wisdom get understanding don't forget or turn away from the words of my mouth don't abandon wisdom and she will watch over you love her and she will guard you wisdom is supreme so get wisdom and whatever else you get get understanding cherish her and she will exalt you if you embrace her she will honor you She will place a garland of grace on your head. She will give you a crown of beauty. Listen, my son, accept my words and you will live many years. I am teaching you the way of wisdom. I am guiding you on straight paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered. When you run, you will not stumble. Hold on to instruction. Don't let go. Guard it, for it is your life. Don't set foot in the path of the wicked. Don't proceed in the way of evil ones. Avoid it. Don't travel on it. Turn away from it and pass it by, for they can't sleep unless they have done what is evil. They are robbed of sleep unless they make someone stumble. They eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. The path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, shining brighter and brighter until midday. But the way of the wicked is like the darkest gloom. They don't know what makes them stumble. My son, pay attention to my words, listen closely to my sayings. Don't lose sight of them, keep them within your heart for they are life to those who find them, and health to one's whole body. Guard your heart above all else, for it is the source of life. Don't let your mouth speak dishonestly, and don't let your lips talk deviously. Let your eyes look forward, fix your gaze straight ahead. Carefully consider the path for your feet, and all your ways will be established. Don't turn to the right or to the left, keep your feet away from evil. My son, pay attention to my wisdom, listen closely to my understanding, so that you may maintain discretion and your lips safeguard knowledge. Though the lips of the forbidden woman drip honey and her words are smoother than oil, in the end she's as bitter as wormwood and as sharp as a double-edged sword. Her feet go down to death, her steps head straight for Sheol. She doesn't consider the path of life, she doesn't know that her ways are unstable. So now, my sons, listen to me and don't turn away from the words of my mouth. Keep your way far from her. Don't go near the door of her house. Otherwise, you will give up your vitality to others and your years to someone cruel. Strangers will drain your resources and your earnings will end up in a foreigner's house. At the end of your life, you will lament when your physical body has been consumed and you will say, how I hated discipline and how my heart despised correction. I didn't obey my teachers or listen closely to my mentors, I was on the verge of complete ruin before the entire community. Drink water from your own cistern, water flowing from your own well. Should your springs flow in the streets, streams of water in the public squares? They should be for you alone and not for you to share with strangers. Let your fountain be blessed and take pleasure in the wife of your youth. A loving doe, a graceful fawn, let her breasts always satisfy you lost in her love for ever. why my son would you be infatuated with her forbidden woman or embrace the breast of a stranger for a man's ways are before the Lord's eyes and he considers all his paths a wicked man's iniquities entrap him he is entangled in the ropes of his own sin he will die because there is no instruction and be lost because of his great stupidity my son if you have put up security for your neighbor or entered into agreement with a stranger You have been trapped by the words of your lips, ensnared by the words of your mouth. Do this then, my son, and free yourself, for you have put yourself in your neighbour's power. Go, humble yourself and plead with your neighbour. Don't give sleep to your eyes or slumber to your eyelids. Escape like a gazelle from a hunter, like a bird from a fowler's trap. Go to the ant, you slacker, observe its ways and become wise. Without leader, administrator or ruler, it prepares its provisions in summer. It gathers its food during harvest. How long will you stay in bed, you slacker? When will you get up from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the arms to rest, and your poverty will come like a robber, your need like a bandit. A worthless person, a wicked man, who goes around speaking dishonestly, who winks his eyes, signals with his feet, and gestures with his fingers, who plots evil with perversity in his heart, he stirs up trouble constantly... Therefore calamity will strike him suddenly, he will be shattered instantly beyond recovery. Six things the Lord hates, in fact seven are detestable to him. Arrogant eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that plots wicked schemes, feet eager to run to evil, a lying witness who gives false testimony, and one who stirs up trouble among brothers. And there we end, day 143. Day 144 and we continue through Proverbs, going from Proverbs chapter 6 verse 20 through to chapter 11 verse 6. My son, keep your father's command and don't reject your mother's teaching. Always bind them to your heart, tie them around your neck. When you walk here and there, they will guide you. When you lie down, they will watch over you. When you wake up, they will talk to you. For a commandment is a lamp. Teaching as a light and corrective instructions are the way to life. They will protect you from an evil woman, from the flattering tongue of a stranger. Don't lust in your heart for her beauty or let her captivate you with her eyelashes. For a prostitute's fee is only a loaf of bread, but an adulteress goes after your very life. Can a man embrace fire and his clothes not be burned? Can a man walk on coals without scorching his feet? So it is with the one who sleeps with another man's wife. No one who touches her will go unpunished. People don't despise the thief if he steals to satisfy himself when he is hungry. Still, if caught, he must pay seven times as much. He must give up all the wealth in his house. The one who commits adultery lacks sense. Whoever does so destroys himself. He will get a beating and dishonour, and his disgrace will never be removed. For jealousy enrages a husband, and he will show no mercy when he takes revenge, He will not be appeased by anything or be persuaded by lavish gifts my son obey my words and treasure my commands keep my commands and live protect my teachings as you would the pupil of your eye tie them to your fingers write them on the tablet of your heart say to wisdom you are my sister and call understanding your relative she will keep you from a forbidden woman a stranger with her flattering talk at the window of my house i looked through the lattice I saw among among the inexperienced, I noticed among the youths, a young man lacking sense. Crossing the street near her corner, he strolled down the road to her house. At twilight, in the evening, in the dark of the night, a woman came to meet him, dressed like a prostitute, having a hidden agenda. She is loud and defiant. Her feet do not stay at home. Now in the street, now in the squares, she lurks at every corner. She grabs him and kisses him. She brazenly says to him, I've made fellowship offerings today, i fulfilled my vows. So I came out to meet you, to search for you, and I found you. I've spread coverings on my bed, richly coloured linen from Egypt. I've perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes and cinnamon. Come, let's drink deeply of lovemaking until morning. Let's feast on each other's love. My husband isn't home, he went on a long journey. He took a bag of money with him and will come home at the time of the full moon.' She seduces him with her persistent pleading. She lures with her flattering talk. He follows her impulsively like an ox going to the slaughter, like a deer bounding toward a trap, until an arrow pierces its liver. Like a bird darting into a snare, he doesn't know it will cost him his life. Now my sons listen to me and pay attention to the words of my mouth. Don't let your heart turn aside to her ways, don't stray onto her paths. For she has brought many down to death. Her victims are countless. Her house is the road to Sheol, descending to the chambers of death. Doesn't wisdom call out? Doesn't understanding make her voice heard? At the heights overlooking the road, at the crossroads, she takes her stand. Beside the gates, at the entry to the city, at the main entrance, she cries out. People, I call to you. My cry is to mankind. Learn to be shrewd, you who are inexperienced. Develop common sense, you who are foolish. Listen, for I speak of noble things, and what my lips say is right. For my mouth tells the truth, and wickedness is detestable to my lips. All the words of my mouth are righteous, none of them are deceptive or perverse. All of them are clear to the perceptive and right to those who discover knowledge. Accept my instruction instead of silver and knowledge rather than pure gold. For wisdom is better than precious stones, and nothing desirable can compare with it. I, wisdom, share a home with shrewdness and have knowledge and discretion. To fear the Lord is to hate evil. I hate arrogant pride, evil conduct and perverse speech. I possess good advice and competence. I have understanding and strength. It is by me that kings reign and rulers enact just law. By me princes lead, as do nobles and all righteous judges. I love those who love me and those who search for me find me. With me are riches and honour, lasting wealth and righteousness. My fruit is better than solid gold, and my harvest than pure silver. I walk in the ways of righteousness along the paths of justice, giving wealth as an inheritance to those who love me and filling their treasuries. The Lord made me at the beginning of his creation, before his works of long ago. I was formed before ancient times, from the beginning before the earth began. I was brought forth when there were no watery depths and no springs filled with water. I was brought forth before the mountains and hills were established, before he made the land, the fields or the first soil on earth. I was there when he established the heavens, when he laid out the horizon on the surface of the ocean, when he placed the skies above, when the fountains of the ocean gushed forth, when he set a limit for the sea so that the waters would not violate his command, when he laid out the foundations of the earth. I was a skilled craftsman beside him. I was his delight every day, always rejoicing before him. I was rejoicing in his inhabited world, delighting in the human race. And now, my sons, listen to me. Those who keep my ways are happy. Listen to instruction and be wise, don't ignore it. Anyone who listens to me is happy, watching at my doors every day, waiting by the posts of the doorway. For the one who finds me finds life and obtains favour from the Lord. But the one who sins against me harms himself. All who hate me love death. Wisdom has built her house. She has carved out her seven pillars. She has prepared her meat. She has mixed her wine. She has also set her table. She has sent out her servants. She calls out from the highest points of the city. Whoever is inexperienced, enter here. To the one who lacks sense, she says, Come, eat my bread and drink the wine I have mixed. Leave inexperience behind and you will live, pursue the way of understanding. The one who corrects a mocker will bring dishonour on himself, the one who rebukes a wicked man will get hurt. Don't rebuke a mocker for he will hate you, rebuke a wise man and he will love you, instruct a wise man and he will be wiser still, teach a righteous man and he will learn more. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For by wisdom your days will be many, and years will be added to your life. If you are wise, you are wise for your own benefit. If you mock, you alone will bear the consequences. The woman folly is rowdy, she is gullible and knows nothing. She sits by the doorway of her house, on a seat at the highest point of the city, calling to those who pass by, who go straight ahead on their paths. Whoever is inexperienced, enter here. To the one who lacks sense, she says, Stolen water is sweet, and bread eaten secretly is tasty. But he doesn't know that the departed spirits are there, that her guests are in the depths of Sheol. Solomon's Proverbs A wise son brings joy to his father, but a foolish son heartache to his mother. Ill gotten gains do not profit anyone, but righteousness rescues from death. The Lord will not let the righteous go hungry, but he denies the wicked what they crave. Idle hands make one poor, but diligent hands bring riches. The son who gathers during summer is prudent. The son who sleeps during harvest is disgraceful. Blessings are on the head of the righteous, but the mouth of the wicked conceals violence. The remembrance of the righteous is a blessing, but the name of the wicked will rot. A wise heart accepts commands, but foolish lips will be destroyed. The one who lives with integrity lives securely, but whoever perverts his ways will be found out. A sly wink of the eye causes grief, and foolish lips will be destroyed. The mouth of the righteous is a fountain of life, but the mouth of the wicked conceals violence. Hatred stirs up conflicts, but love covers all offences. Wisdom is found on the lips of the discerning, but a rod is for the back of the one who lacks sense. The wise store up knowledge, but the mouth of the fool hastens destruction. A rich man's wealth is his fortified city, the poverty of the poor is their destruction. The labour of the righteous leads to life, the activity of the wicked leads to sin. The one who follows instruction is on the path to life, but the one who rejects correction goes astray. The one who conceals hatred has lying lips, and whoever spreads slander is a fool. When there are many words, sin is unavoidable, but the one who controls his lips is wise. The tongue of the righteous is pure silver, the heart of the wicked is of little value. The lips of the righteous feeds many, but fools die for lack of sense. The Lord's blessing enriches and struggle, adds nothing to it. As shameful conduct is pleasure for a fool, so wisdom is for a man of understanding. What the wicked dreads will come to him but what the righteous desires will be given to him. When the whirlwind passes, the wicked are no more, but the righteous are secure forever. Like vinegar to the teeth and smoke to the eyes, so the slacker is to the one who sends him on an errand. The fear of the Lord prolongs life, but the years of the wicked are cut short. The hope of the righteous is joy, but the expectation of the wicked comes to nothing. The way of the Lord is a stronghold for the honourable, But destruction awaits the malicious the righteous will never be shaken but the wicked will not remain on the earth the mouth of the righteous produces wisdom but a perverse tongue will be cut out the lips of the righteous know what is appropriate but the mouth of the wicked only what is perverse dishonest scales are detestable to the lord but an accurate weight is his delight when pride comes disgrace follows but with humility comes wisdom The integrity of the upright guides them, but the perversity of the treacherous destroys them. Wealth is not profitable on a day of wrath, but righteousness rescues from death. The righteousness of the blameless clears his path, but the wicked person will fall because of his wickedness. The righteousness of the upright rescues them, but the treacherous are trapped by their own desires. And there we end day 144. Day 145 and we read again continuing Proverbs from chapter 11 verse 7 through to chapter 15 verse 19. When the wicked dies his expectation comes to nothing and hope placed in wealth vanishes. The righteous is rescued from trouble in his place the wicked goes. With his mouth the ungodly destroys his neighbor but through knowledge the righteous are rescued When the righteous thrive, a city rejoices, and when the wicked die, there is joyful shouting. A city is built up by the blessing of the upright, but it is torn down by the mouth of the wicked. Whoever shows contempt for his neighbor lacks sins, but a man with understanding keeps silent. A gossip goes around revealing a secret, but the trustworthy keeps a confidence. Without guidance people fall, but with many counselors there is deliverance. If someone puts up security for a stranger, he will suffer for it but the one who hates such agreements is protected. A gracious woman gains honour, but violent men gain only riches. A kind man benefits himself, but a cruel man brings disaster on himself. The wicked man earns an empty wage, but the one who sows righteousness a true reward. Genuine righteousness leads to life, but pursuing evil leads to death. Those with twisted minds are detestable to the Lord, but those with blameless conduct are his delight. Be assured that the wicked will not go unpunished but the offspring of the righteous will escape. A beautiful woman who rejects good sense is like a gold ring in a pig's snout. The desire of the righteous turns out well but the hope of the wicked leads to wrath. One person gives freely yet gains more, another withholds what is right only to become poor. A generous person will be enriched and the one who gives a drink of water will receive water. People will curse anyone who hoards grain but a blessing will come to the one who sells it. The one who searches for what is good finds favour, but if someone looks for trouble it will come to him. Anyone trusting in his riches will fall, but the righteous will flourish like foliage. The one who brings ruin on his household will inherit the wind, and a fool will be a slave to someone whose heart is wise. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, but violence takes life. If the righteous will be repaid on earth, how much more the wicked and sinful? Whoever loves instruction loves knowledge, but one who hates correction is stupid. The good obtain favour from the Lord, but he condemns a man who schemes. Man cannot be made secure by wickedness, but the root of the righteous is immovable. A capable wife is her husband's crown, but a wife who causes shame is like rottenness in his bones. The thoughts of the righteous are just, but guidance from the wicked leads to deceit. The words of the wicked are a deadly ambush, but the speech of the upright rescues them. The wicked are overthrown and perish, but the house of the righteous will stand. A man is praised for his insight, but a twisted mind is despised. Better to be dishonoured yet have a servant than to act important but have no food. A righteous man cares about his animal's health, but even the merciful acts of the wicked are cruel. The one who works his land will have plenty of food, but whoever chases fantasies lacks sense. The wicked desire what evil men have, but the root of the righteous produces fruit. An evil man is trapped by his rebellious speech, but the righteous escapes from trouble. A man will be satisfied with good by the words of his mouth, and the work of a man's hands will reward him. A fool's way is right in his own eyes, but whoever listens to counsel is wise. A fool's displeasure is known at once, but whoever ignores an insult is sensible. Whoever speaks the truth declares what is right, but a false witness deceit. There is one who speaks rashly like a piercing sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Truthful lips endure forever, but a lying tongue only a moment. Deceit is in the hearts of those who plot evil, but those who promote peace have joy. No disaster overcomes the righteous, but the wicked are full of misery. Lying lips are detestable to the Lord, but faithful people are his delight. A shrewd person conceals knowledge, but a foolish heart publicizes stupidity. The diligent hand will rule, but laziness will lead to forced labor. Anxiety in a man's heart weighs it down, but a good word cheers it up. A righteous man is careful in dealing with his neighbor, but the ways of wicked men lead the bestray. A lazy man doesn't roast his game, but to a diligent man his wealth is precious. There is life in the path of righteousness, but another path leads to death. A wise son hears his father's instruction but a mocker doesn't listen to rebuke from the words of his mouth a man will enjoy good things but treacherous people have an appetite for violence the one who guards his mouth protects his life the one who opens his lips invites his own ruin the slacker craves yet has nothing but the diligent is fully satisfied the righteous hate lying but the wicked act disgustingly and disgracefully Righteousness guards people of integrity, but wickedness undermines the sinner. One man pretends to be rich but has nothing, another pretends to be poor but has great wealth. Riches are a ransom for a man's life, but a poor man hears no threat. The light of the righteous shines brightly, but the lamp of the wicked is extinguished. Arrogance leads to nothing but strife, but wisdom is gained by those who take advice. Wealth obtained by fraud will dwindle, but whoever earns it through labour will multiply it. Delayed hope makes the heart sick, but fulfilled desire is a tree of life. The one who has contempt for instruction will pay the penalty, but the one who respects a command will be rewarded. A wise man's instruction is a fountain of life, turning people away from the snares of death. Good sense wins favour, but the way of the treacherous never changes. Every sensible person acts knowledgeably, but a fool displays his stupidity. A wicked messenger falls into trouble, but a trustworthy courier brings healing. Poverty and disgrace come to those who ignore it at instruction, but the one who accepts rebuke will be honoured. Desire fulfilled is sweet to the taste, but fools hate to turn from evil. The one who walks with the wise will become wise, but a companion of fools will suffer harm. Disaster pursues sinners, but good rewards the righteous. A good man leaves an inheritance to his grandchildren, but the sinner's wealth is stored up for the righteous. The field of the pearl yields abundant food, but without justice it is swept away. The one who will not use the rod hates his son, but the one who loves him disciplines him diligently. A righteous man eats until he is satisfied, but the stomach of the wicked is empty. Every wise woman builds her house, but a foolish one tears it down with her own hands. Whoever lives with integrity fears the Lord, but the one who is devious in his ways despises him. The proud speech of a fool brings a rod of discipline, but the lips of the wise protect them. Where there are no oxen, the feeding trough is empty, but an abundant harvest comes through the strength of an ox. An honest witness does not deceive, but a dishonest witness utters lies. A mocker seeks wisdom but doesn't find it, but knowledge comes easily to the perceptive. Stay away from a foolish man, you will gain no knowledge from his speech. The sensible man's wisdom is to consider his way, but the stupidity of fools deceives them. Fools mock at making restitution, but there is goodwill among the upright. The heart knows its own bitterness and no outsider shares in its joy. The house of the wicked will be destroyed, but the tent of the upright will stand. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way to death. Even in laughter a heart may be sad, and joy may end in grief. The disloyal will get what their conduct deserves, and a good man what his deeds deserve. The inexperienced believe anything, but the sensible watch their steps. A wise man is cautious and turns from evil, but a fool is easily angered and is careless. A quick-tempered man acts foolishly, and a man who schemes is hated. The gullible inherit foolishness, but the sensible are crowned with knowledge. The evil bow before those who are good, the wicked at the gates of the righteous. A poor man is hated even by his neighbour, but there are many who love the rich. The one who despises his neighbor sins, but whoever shows kindness to the poor will be happy. Don't those who plan evil go astray, but those who plan good find loyalty and faithfulness. There is profit in all hard work, but endless talk leads only to poverty. The crown of the wise is their wealth, but the foolishness of fools produces foolishness. A truthful witness rescues lives, but one who utters lies is deceitful. In the fear of the Lord one has strong confidence, and his children have a refuge. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life, turning people from the snares of death. A large population is a king's splendor, but a shortage of people is a ruler's devastation. A patient person shows great understanding, but a quick-tempered one promotes foolishness. A tranquil heart is life to the body, but jealousy is rottenness to the bones. The one who oppresses the poor insults their maker, but one who is kind to the needy honors him. The wicked are thrown down by their own sin, but the righteous have a refuge when they die. Wisdom resides in the heart of the discerning. She is known even among fools. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a disgrace to any people. A king favours a wise servant, but his anger falls on a disgraceful one. A gentle answer turns away anger, but a harsh word stirs up wrath. The tongue of the wise makes knowledge attractive, but the mouth of fools blurts out foolishness. The eyes of the Lord are everywhere, observing the wicked and the good. The tongue that heals is a tree of life, but a devious tongue breaks the spirit. A fool despises his father's instruction, but a person who heeds correction is sensible. The house of the righteous has great wealth, but trouble accompanies the income of the wicked. The lips of the wise broadcast knowledge, but not so the heart of fools. The sacrifice of the wicked is detestable to the Lord, but the prayer of the upright is his delight. The Lord detests the way of the wicked, but he loves the one who pursues righteousness. Discipline is harsh for the one who leaves the path. The one who hates correction will die. Sheol and Abaddon lie open before the Lord. How much more human hearts? A mocker doesn't love one who corrects him. He will not consult the wise. A joyful heart makes a face cheerful, but a sad heart produces a broken spirit. A discerning mind seeks knowledge, but the mouth of fools feeds on foolishness. All the days of the oppressed are miserable, but a cheerful heart has a continual feast. Better a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure with turmoil. Better a meal of vegetables where there is love than a fattened calf with hatred. A hot-tempered man stirs up conflict, but a man slow to anger calms strife. A slacker's way is like a thorny hedge, but the path of the upright is a highway. there we end, day 145. Day 146, and we continue from Proverbs chapter 15, verse 20, through to chapter 19, verse 29. A wise son brings joy to his father, but a foolish one despises his mother. Foolishness brings joy to the one without sins, but a man with understanding walks a straight path. Plans fail when there is no counsel, but with many advisers they succeed. A man takes joy in giving an answer and a timely word, how good that is. For the discerning the path of life leads upward, so that he may avoid going down to Sheol. The Lord destroys the house of the proud, but he protects the widow's territory. The Lord detests the plans of an evil man, but pleasant words are pure. The one who profits dishonestly troubles his household, but the one who hates bribes will live. The mind of the righteous person thinks before answering, but the mouth of the wicked blurts out evil things. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayer of the righteous. Bright eyes cheer the heart, good news strengthens the bones. An ear that listens to life-giving rebukes will be at home among the wise. Anyone who ignores instruction despises himself, but whoever listens to correction acquires good sense. The fear of the Lord is wisdom's instruction and humility comes before honour. The reflections of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All a man's ways seem right in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the motives. Commit your activities to the Lord and your plans will be achieved. The Lord has prepared everything for his purpose, even the wicked for the day of disaster. Everyone with a proud heart is detestable to the Lord. Be assured he will not go unpunished. Wickedness is atoned for by loyalty and faithfulness, and one turns from evil by the fear of the Lord. When a man's way pleases the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Better a little with righteousness than great income with injustice. A man's heart plans his ways, but the Lord determines his steps. God's verdict is on the lips of a king, his mouth should not err in judgment. Honest balances and scales are the Lord's, all the weights in the bag are his concern. Wicked behaviour is detestable to kings, since a throne is established through righteousness. Righteous lips are a king's delight, and he loves one who speaks honestly. A king's fury is a messenger of death, but a wise man appeases it. When a king's face lights up there is life, his favour is like a cloud with spring rain. Acquire wisdom, how much better it is than gold, and acquire understanding, it is preferable to silver. The highway of the upright avoids evil, the one who guards his way protects his life. Pride comes before destruction, and an arrogant spirit before a fall. Better to be lowly of spirit with the humble than to divide plunder with the proud. The one who understands a matter finds success, and the one who trusts in the Lord will be happy. Anyone with a wise heart is called discerning, and pleasant speech increases learning. Insight is a fountain of life for its possessor, but folly is the instruction of fools. A wise heart instructs its mouth and increases learning with its speech. Pleasant words are a honeycomb, sweet to the taste and health to the body. There is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end it is the way of death. A worker's appetite works for him because his hunger urges him on. A worthless man digs up evil and his speech is like a scorching fire. A contrary man spreads conflict and a gossip separates friends. A violent man lures his neighbour, leading him in a way that is not good. The one who narrows his eyes is planning deceptions. The one who compresses his lips brings about evil. Grey hair is a glorious crown. It is found in the way of righteousness. Patience is better than power and controlling one's temper than capturing a city. The lot is cast into the lap, but its every decision is from the Lord. Better a dry crust with peace than a house full of feasting with strife. A wise servant will rule over a disgraceful son and share an inheritance among brothers. A crucible is for silver and a smelter for gold, but the Lord is a tester of hearts. A wicked person listens to malicious talk a liar pays attention to a destructive tongue the one who mocks the poor insults his maker and one who rejoices over disaster will not go unpunished grandchildren are the crown of the elderly and the pride of sons is their fathers excessive speech is not appropriate on a fool's lips how much worse are lies for a ruler a bribe seems like a magic stone to its owner wherever he turns he succeeds Whoever conceals an offence promotes love, but whoever gossips about it separates friends. A rebuke cuts into a perceptive person more than a hundred lashes into a fool. An evil man seeks only rebellion. A cruel messenger will be sent against him. Better for a man to meet a bear robbed of her cubs than a fool in his foolishness. If anyone returns evil for good, evil will never depart from his house. To start a conflict is to release a flood, Stop the dispute before it breaks out. Acquitting the guilty and condemning the just, both are detestable to the Lord. Why does a fool have money in his hand with no intention of buying wisdom? A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a difficult time. One without sense enters an agreement and puts up security for his friend. One who loves to offend loves strife. One who builds a high threshold invites injury. One with a twisted mind will not succeed, and one with deceitful speech will fall into ruin. A man fathers a fool to his own sorrow. The father of a fool has no joy. A joyful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit dries up the bones. A wicked man secretly takes a bribe to subvert the course of justice. Wisdom is the focus of the perceptive, but a fool's eyes roam to the ends of the earth. A foolish son is grief to his father and bitterness to the one who bore him. It is certainly not good to fine an innocent person or to beat a noble for his honesty. The intelligent person restrains his words, and one who keeps a cool head is a man of understanding. Even a fool is considered wise when he keeps silent, discerning when he seals his lips. One who isolates himself pursues selfish desires. He rebels against all sound judgment. A fool does not delight in understanding, but only wants to show off his opinions. When a wicked man comes, shame does also, and along with dishonour, disgrace. The words of a man's mouth are deep waters, a flowing river, a fountain of wisdom. It is not good to show partiality to the guilty by perverting the justice due the innocent. A fool's lips lead to strife, and his mouth provokes a beating. A fool's mouth is his devastation, and his lips are a trap for his life. A gossip's words are like choice food that goes down to one's innermost being. The one who is truly lazy in his work is brother to a vandal. The name of the Lord is a strong tower; the righteous run to it and are protected. A rich man's wealth is his fortified city, in his imagination it is like a high wall. Before his downfall a man's heart is proud, but before honour comes humility. The one who gives an answer before he listens, this is foolishness and disgrace for him. A man's spirit can endure sickness, but who can survive a broken spirit? The mind of the discerning acquires knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeks it. A gift opens doors for a man and brings him before the great. The first to state his case seems right until another comes and cross-examines him. Casting the lot ends quarrels and separates powerful opponents. An offended brother is harder to reach than a fortified city, and quarrels are like the bars of a fortress— From the fruit of his mouth a man's stomach is satisfied he is filled with the product of his lips life and death are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit a man who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the lord the poor man pleads but the rich one answers roughly a man with many friends may be harmed but there is a friend who stays closer than a brother better a poor man who walks in integrity than someone who has deceitful lips and is a fool. Even zeal is not good without knowledge, and the one who acts hastily sins. A man's own foolishness leads him astray, yet his heart rages against the Lord. Wealth attracts many friends, but a poor man is separated from his friend. A false witness will not go unpunished, and one who utters lies will not escape. Many seek the favour of a ruler, and everyone is a friend of one who gives gifts. All the brothers of a poor man hate him. How much more do his friends keep their distance from him? He may pursue them with words, but they are not there. The one who acquires good sense loves himself. One who safeguards understanding finds success. A false witness will not go unpunished, and one who utters lies perishes. Luxury is not appropriate for a fool. How much less for a slave to rule over princes? A person's insight gives him patience, and his virtue is to overlook an offence. A king's rage is like a lion's roar, but his favour is like dew on the grass. A foolish son is his father's ruin, and a wife's nagging is an endless dripping. A house and wealth are inherited from fathers, but a sensible wife is from the Lord. Laziness induces deep sleep, and a lazy person will go hungry. The one who keeps commands preserves himself... One who disregards his ways will die. Kindness to the poor is a loan to the Lord, and he will give her a reward to the lender. Discipline your son while there is hope. Don't be intent on killing him. A person with great anger bears the penalty. If you rescue him, you'll have to do it again. Listen to counsel and receive instruction, so that you may be wise in later life. Many plans are in a man's heart, but the Lord's decree will prevail. A man's desire should be loyalty to the covenant. Better to be a poor man than a perjurer. The fear of the Lord leads to life. One will sleep at night without danger. The slacker buries his hand in the bowl. He doesn't even bring it back to his mouth. Strike a mocker and the inexperienced learn a lesson. Rebuke the discerning and he gains knowledge. The one who assaults his father and evicts his mother is a disgraceful and shameful son. If you stop listening to instruction, my son... You will stray from the words of knowledge. A worthless witness mocks justice and a wicked mouth swallows iniquity. Judgments are prepared for mockers and beatings for the backs of fools. And there we end day 146. Day 147 and we continue through Proverbs starting at chapter 20 verse 1 through to chapter 24 verse 14. Wine is a mocker, beer is a brawler. And whoever staggers because of them is not wise. A king's terrible wrath is like the roaring of a lion. Anyone who provokes him endangers himself. It is honourable for a man to resolve a dispute, but any fool can get himself into a quarrel. The slacker does not plough during planting season. At harvest time he looks and there is nothing. Counsel in a man's heart is deep water, but a man of understanding draws it up. Many a man proclaims his own loyalty, but who can find a trustworthy man? The one who lives with integrity is righteous. His children who come after him will be happy. A king sitting on a throne to judge sifts out all evil with his eyes. Who can say I have kept my heart pure? I am cleansed from my sin. Differing weights and varying measures, both are detestable to the Lord. Even a young man is known by his actions, by whether his behaviour is pure and upright. The hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord made them both. Don't love sleep or you will become poor. Open your eyes and you'll have enough to eat. It's worthless, it's worthless, the buyer says, but after he is on his way he gloats. There is gold and a multitude of jewels, but knowledgeable lips are a rare treasure. Take his garment for he has put up security for a stranger. Get collateral if it is for foreigners. Food gained by fraud is sweet to a man, but afterwards his mouth is full of gravel. Finalise plans through counsel and wage war with sound guidance. The one who reveals secrets is a constant gossip. Avoid someone with a big mouth. Whoever curses his father or mother, his lamp will go out in deep darkness. An inheritance gained prematurely will not be blessed, ultimately. Don't say, I will avenge this evil. Wait on the Lord and he will rescue you. Differing weights are detestable to the Lord and dishonest scales are unfair. A man's steps are determined by the Lord, so how can anyone understand his own way? It is a trap for anyone to dedicate something rashly and later to reconsider his vows. A wise king separates out the wicked and drives the threshing wheel over them. A person's breath is the lamp of the Lord searching the innermost parts. Loyalty and faithfulness deliver a king Through loyalty he maintains his throne. The glory of young men is their strength, and the splendor of old men is their grey hair. Lashes and wounds purge away evil, and beatings cleanse the innermost parts. A king's heart is a water channel in the Lord's hand. He directs it wherever he chooses. All the ways of a man seem right to him, but the Lord evaluates the motives. Doing what is righteous and just is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifices. The lamp that guides the wicked, haughty eyes and an arrogant heart is sin. The plans of the diligent certainly lead to profit, but anyone who is reckless only becomes poor. Making a fortune through a lying tongue is a vanishing mist, a pursuit of death. The violence of the wicked sweeps them away because they refuse to act justly. A guilty man's conduct is crooked, but the behaviour of the innocent is upright better to live in the corner of a roof than to share a house with a nagging wife a wicked person desires evil he has no consideration for his neighbor when a mocker is punished the inexperienced become wiser when one teaches a wise man he acquires knowledge the righteous one considers the house of the wicked he brings the wicked to ruin the one who shuts his ears to the cry of the poor will himself also call out and not be answered A secret gift soothes anger and a covert bribe fierce rage justice executed is a joy to the righteous but a terror to those who practice iniquity the man who strays from the way of wisdom will come to rest in the assembly of the departed spirits the one who loves pleasure will become a poor man whoever loves wine and oil will not get rich the wicked are a ransom for the righteous and the treacherous for the upright Better to live in a wilderness than with a nagging and hot-tempered wife. Precious treasure and oil are in the dwelling of the wise, but a foolish man consumes them. The one who pursues righteousness and faithful love will find life, righteousness and honour. The wise conquer a city of warriors and bring down its mighty fortress. The one who guards his mouth and tongue keeps himself out of trouble. The proud and arrogant person named Mocker acts with excessive pride. A slacker's craving will kill him because his hands refuse to work. He is filled with craving all day long, but the righteous give and don't hold back. The sacrifice of a wicked person is detestable. How much more so when he brings it with ulterior motives? A lying witness will perish, but the one who listens will speak successfully. A wicked man puts on a bold face, but the upright man considers his way. No wisdom, no understanding and no counsel will prevail against the Lord. A house is prepared for the day of battle, but victory comes from the Lord. A good name is to be chosen over great wealth. Favour is better than silver and gold. The rich and the poor have this in common. The Lord made them both. A sensible person sees danger and takes cover, but the inexperienced keep going and are punished. The result of humility is fear of the Lord, along with wealth, honour and life. There are thorns and snares on the path of the crooked. The one who guards himself stays far from them. Teach a youth about the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. The rich rule over the poor, and the borrower is a slave of the lender. The one who sows injustice will reap disaster, and the rod of his fury will be destroyed. A generous person will be blessed, for he shares his food with the poor. Drive out a mocker and conflict goes too. Then lawsuits and dishonor will cease. The one who loves a pure heart and gracious lips, the king is his friend. The Lord's eyes keep watch over knowledge, but he overthrows the words of the treacherous. The slacker says, there's a lion outside, I'll be killed in the streets. The mouth of the forbidden woman is a deep pit. A man cursed by the Lord will fall into it. Foolishness is tangled up in the heart of a youth. The rod of discipline will drive it away from him. Oppressing the poor to enrich oneself and giving to the rich, both lead only to poverty. Listen closely, pay attention to the words of the wise and apply your mind to knowledge. For it is pleasing if you keep them within you and if they are constantly on your lips. I have instructed you today, even you, so that your confidence may be in the Lord. Haven't I written for you thirty sayings about counsel and knowledge, in order to teach you true and reliable words, so that you may give a dependable report to those who sent you? Don't rob a poor man because he is poor, and don't crush the oppressed at the gate, for the Lord will take up their case and will plunder those who plunder them. Don't make friends with an angry man, and don't be a companion of a hot-tempered man, or you will learn his ways and entangle yourself in a snare. Don't be one of those who enter agreements, who put up security for loans. If you have no money to pay, even your bed will be taken from under you. Don't move an ancient property line that your fathers set up. Do you see a man skilled in his work? He will stand in the presence of kings. He will not stand in the presence of unknown men. When you sit down to dine with a ruler, consider carefully what is before you, and stick a knife in your throat if you have a big appetite. Don't desire his choice food, for that food is deceptive. Don't wear yourself out to get rich. Stop giving your attention to it. As soon as your eyes fly to it, it disappears, for it makes wings for itself and flies like an eagle to the sky. Don't eat a stingy person's bread and don't desire his choice food, for as he thinks within himself, so he is. Eat and drink, he says to you, but his heart is not with you. You will vomit the little you've eaten and waste your pleasant words. Don't speak to a fool, for he will despise the insight of your words. Don't move an ancient property line and don't encroach in the fields of the fatherless, for their Redeemer is strong and he will take up their case against you. Apply yourself to instruction and listen to words of knowledge. Don't withhold correction from a youth. If you beat him with a rod, he will not die. Strike him with a rod and you will rescue his life from Sheol. My son, if your heart is wise, my heart will indeed rejoice. My innermost being will cheer when your lips say what is right. Don't be jealous of sinners instead. Always fear the Lord, for then you will have a future and your hope will never fade. Listen, my son, and be wise. Keep your mind on the right course. Don't associate with those who drink too much wine or those who gorge themselves in meat. For the drunkard and the glutton will become poor and grogginess will clothe them in rags. Listen to your father who gave you life, and don't despise your mother when she is old. Buy and do not sell truth, wisdom, instruction, and understanding. The father of a righteous son will rejoice greatly, and one who fathers a wise son will delight in him. Let your father and mother have joy, and let her who gave birth to you rejoice. My son, give me your heart, and let your eyes observe my ways. For a prostitute is a deep pit, and a forbidden woman is a narrow well. Indeed, she sets an ambush like a robber and increases those among men who are unfaithful. Who has woe? Who has sorrow? Who has conflicts? Who has complaints? Who has wounds for no reason? Who has red eyes? Those who linger over wine, those who go looking for mixed wine. Don't gaze at wine when it is red, when it gleams in the cup and goes down smoothly. In the end it bites like a snake and stings like a viper. Your eyes will see strange things and you will say absurd things. You'll be like someone sleeping out at sea or lying down in the top of a ship's mast. They struck me, but I feel no pain. They beat me, but I didn't know. When will I wake up? I'll look for another drink. Don't envy evil men or desire to be with them, for their hearts plan violence and their words stir up trouble. A house is built by wisdom and it is established by understanding. By knowledge the rooms are filled with every precious and beautiful treasure— A wise warrior is better than a strong one, and a man of knowledge than one of strength. For you should wage war with sound guidance. Victory comes with many counsellors. Wisdom is inaccessible to a fool. He does not open his mouth at the gate. The one who plots evil will be called a schemer. A foolish scheme is sin, and a mocker is detestable to people. If you do nothing in a difficult time, your strength is limited. Rescue those being taken off to death, and see of those stumbling towards slaughter. If you say, but we didn't know about this, won't he who weighs hearts consider it? Won't he who protects your life know? Won't he repay a person according to his work? Eat honey, my son, for it is good and the honeycomb is sweet for your palate. Realise that wisdom is the same for you. If you find it, you will have a future and your hope will never fade. And there we end day 147 and week 21.